I'm not certain I could pick a more apt phrase to describe tonight's loss to the Oakland Athletics than Ben Shulman's phrase, shocking. Uh, impossibly frustrating, I like. I might add that to my list of descriptors as well. We uh, could be using that a fair amount this year. It is Blue Jays talk. Jeff Blair, Kevin Barker along to break this one down. 5-4, the Oakland Athletics have beaten the Toronto Blue Jays, the Athletics' 20th win of the year. The numbers to call, as always, 416-870-0590, star 591, triple eight triple six zero five ninety. Kevin, I guess, uh, well, let's start with, uh, it's, it's Friday, I feel, I feel a little optimistic here. So let's start with the fact that Vladdy Jr. Huh. Uh, <coughs> hit his first home run this year yeah. in his second at bat. And I don't want to make a big deal of well, that but necessarily. You're going to. But, but you're uh, going to. Well, uh, do, you, do you have our show? Do you have our little uh, clip ready? It's not going to matter because I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. Mm-hmm. Vladdy home run tonight. Dude, don't give up Homer. Second at bat. This guy don't give up Homer. Got it right here. You know, what this, guy, you know what this guy throws tonight for the A's? I'll give you two guesses. Sinker in, slider away. Doesn't matter. What, are, what are Vladdy no light? It's, 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 it's in like the, tonight. It's in the stars tonight. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my bones. Tonight is the night. <laughs> tonight You're is crazy. the night. Uh-huh. We're doing Blue Jays talk tonight. When it happens. How, how nice afterwards. would that be? When it happens afterwards. For you to say you that, that's remember. the first thing out of your mouth. Guess yeah. what Vladdy did? <laughs> I mean, it pretty much was. Well, you did talk about it for about two innings after he did it. I'll give it to you. Well, thank you. Uh, Vladdy's first home run at home since September 30th against the huh. Boston Red Sox. Uh, first of the year at home came in his 119th at bat, <laughs> his 134th plate appearance. And... Uh, it's first home run since June 4th. Well, it's over. You and, never have to talk about it and, again. And his third, this is really maybe even more shocking, only his third <laughs> extra base hit since June 4th. All of that is good, Kevin. How the hell does this team lose to the Oakland Freakin' Athletics? Uh, the, six, uh, the six innings after the third, they, were, they had four three up, three downs. That's exactly how, right? The, well, we talked to John Snyder forever today. Like, we've talked to him on the field uh, I've talked to him numerous times. I've talked to hitting coaches. You talk to everybody that's around this team. It's the quality of the at-bats. When they're not real good, they don't pass the baton. When it comes to you see the guy in front of you having a good at-bat, not chasing, not over-swinging, uh, not trying to hit a three-run homer leading off an inning, they usually have good quality at-bats. When you don't, in the next six innings after the third inning, you have four, three up, three downs against a, a really bad team. Now, the dudes that the A's ran out there in the eighth and ninth inning, now that's not in the shake you that's shake a stick at. Those two dudes are pretty good, right? I mean, that's easy cheese in the eighth and, and the ninth inning. That's experience, right? you got to zone yeah, up. Come on, come I'm, on. I'm telling come you, on. like you got to – you'll tip your hat to that. But it's – you know, you had a little bad luck in the ninth inning right there. Chapman hit the ball hard to the third baseman. Then after that, you I mean, you end the game with a – all you need to know sort of is, I think, a lot of what the season for the Blue Jays offensively sort of look like. Varsho gets in a hitter's count, gets a change up, a little middle, thigh high, a little up. That's a ball he can get the head out on. Check swing, little blooper to the third baseman for the third out of the inning with a 
guys standing on second base. That's sort of the way it's been all season. Again, this is you can't you can't yell and scream about Jordan Romano hanging a slider to the seven hole here. Occasionally, if you throw it enough, you're going to throw a bad one. This is where your lineup against a really bad team needs to come out at home and start getting healthy, and you're just not seeing it. I'm still not a fan of using my closer at home in a, or using my closer in a tie game. That's just me. I should be able to get by against this team without having to use Jordan Romano in a tie game. Um, I think you're picking. Maybe. Maybe. As Barker mentions, Vladdy Jr. was on second base, uh, leading off the ninth inning with a, a bit of a excuse-me double. And uh, didn't you, advance. You take it. I bet he'd take it. Oh, hell yeah. I'd take it. <laughs> I bet he'd take it. Uh, but didn't advance. <laughs> nope. And um, not enough from this lineup at the end of the day. Chris Bassett was not very good for the third game in a row. He's now covered 11 and two-thirds innings pitched in his last three starts. Five innings tonight. He's going out for the sixth inning. John Schneider intercepted him and kind of said, uh-uh, son, have a seat. He didn't look – I mean, Bassett didn't look – he didn't look upset. I don't know what I don't know what happened there, Kevin. If if he forgot or no, no, I I think that was planned that way. You you saw John sitting beside him for a couple of minutes during the inning. They yeah, were if we having get the, if we get the lead, uh, we're sending you back. Oh, obviously we don't know that, but that's what sort of what it seemed right. like. And then they didn't get a run there, and Bassett maybe forgot what was going on around. You know, you you can tell he's fighting. He's got a little front side pull. Ball's not going where he wants it to go. Cutter hasn't been real good into lefties. This is why you see mm-hmm. Oakland A's running out seven lefties again against him because glove side against the lefty because he's got a plethora of all those secondary pitches with different kinds of velocities you got to establish in. Why, Jeff? It's a great question by you because that gets the lefty thinking in there, and most dudes can't be, you know, mechanically sound enough to keep that fastball no matter how hard you throw it consistently fair down that right field line. So you establish it in there. You get called strikes in there, but they have to be quality strikes. And when they're not because you don't throw 100 miles an hour, you start getting hit around the yard a little bit, and then you start even aiming it. Even a veteran guy like Bassett who's done it and knows how it feels when it's going wrong, Starts to aim baseballs, looks a little robotic on the mound, and you can see that because he does have front side pull a little bit. That's why ball's all over the place. So, again, <laughs> this is me. I have a tough time coming on this shows and giving the pitching staff a hard time. Yeah. They gave up five runs. The Jays scored four runs, all of it in one inning against the worst team in baseball. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, given I, I think we'd have to say that the pitching is more than shouldered the load this Absolutely. year for this team. You, you are going to have nights like this. You are going to have a couple of nights like they're this. They're the reason why but they're Mike, even close to the well, wild card. That, that was my next point. If it wasn't for the pitching, if it wasn't for the work that Chris Bassett, Kevin Gossman, uh, Yusei Kikuchi, and Jose Brios have done, this team this team wouldn't be as close as it is. You'd think about selling spot. at the trade deadlines, what you think. 416-870-0590, star 590. On Triple H, Triple Six, Zero, Five, Ninety, Byron in Toronto. Gentlemen, you know something? It was a very tough loss tonight, but uh, it's great to see Vladdy get two clutch hits. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and the other thing I want to say is, uh, I believe. I mean, this team it has not really gone on a, a good win streak uh, for a long time since uh, since April, and I believe that with Hyunjin Ryu coming back and Manoa, is Manoa pitching on Canada Day? Is that a no. rumor or is that a fact? 
Uh, there's no I. That is the next spot in the rotation for him to pitch. John Schneider told us today there's no timeline. I mean, listen, I don't know what happened, but when Alec Manoa went down, most of us were told to not expect to see him start again until after the All-Star break. So unless he's really, really done something extraordinary, um, I'm just sticking with what the manager said. There's no timeline for his return right now. Well, you know, you guys said something interesting a, a game ago. You, you, I think one of you, I think it was it you, Kevin, said that maybe we should be uh, sellers. Uh, I don't think we should be sellers at the trade deadline. I think that uh, we should be buyers, and, and uh, let, let's see what Ross Atkins can come up with because this team is is close. It's it's not far off a, a wild card spot. What do oh, you think? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, thanks for the call. Byron, that was not me. I think that was Jim Duquette that came on our show, I don't know, maybe that was last week, and said that he doesn't know if the team deserves for Ross to go out and add just because of the way it's looked. I've been saying all along, and Jeff's been saying this too, as much money as they spent, you'd have to really be out of it. Like you'd have to <laughs> you'd have to be so out of it that it, it warrants giving up something. And I'm not real sure, say you gave up Chapman. I mean, he would probably be the obvious guy because chances of him coming back next year are not real good. He might be the only one, maybe Kevin Kiermaier in center. You know, and a, a, a contender might be looking for a guy who can play elite defense in the outfield. Maybe Whit Merrifield, a guy who can do multiple things, play multiple positions. You know, it's not going to hurt your team, not hurt a competitive team. That might be the three guys that you, if you were going to, do that with. But, no, I have not said that. We have thrown it out about the Matt Chapman thing because of the way their offenses looked and if they continue to lose baseball games and get out of it, if you were going to do any – trade anybody that would be the guy but no i'm i'm not in the camp of you start trading anybody just because you know if you start hitting a little the way you're pitching you're going to win a bunch of baseball games it's just for whatever reason you're not able to put everything together to beat a big league baseball team i ain't saying a good team a big league baseball team yeah i uh boy i still need i still need to see more before I think this team should be aggressive at the trade deadline. My, I think they probably will because I, I can't see why you would have a payroll this big and then all of a sudden punt in a season. Uh, I do think, though, I, I, I think it would be due diligence to see what you could get for Matt Chapman if you could get anything. I mean, look, this team, this team can't go into next season with Brandon Belt and the team. It can't go into next season mm-hmm. looking for somebody to hit in the middle of the order. It can't. This team has got to do some major lifting. Right, this team, the, the the American League East is getting tougher. Mm-hmm. It's getting tougher. Uh, you're not that far away. Let's be clear. There are three teams in this division that aren't that far away from being the worst team in the division. That's the Yankees, that's the Jays, and that's the Red Sox. Because the Orioles are not going backwards, and the Rays are the Rays. So you've got to at least bear that in mind. And it, unless you think there are a couple of dudes in the minor league system who are going to come up next year and hit, like maybe Addison Barger or, or Elvis Martinez. Unless you think you got that, you've, I think, at the trade deadline, got to be looking for somebody that's going to help you this year and next year. And, you know, I don't pretend to know what the Jays have that would uh, that would bring that type of a player here right now, to be honest. This is a pretty thin team. Mm-hmm. It's a thin lineup, and it's got four starting pitchers. That's what it has. This, 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 there's not a lot to trade from here. Sam and Hamilton. You're on Blue Jays Talk. What's up, Sam? 
hey, guys, first of all, tough loss. I mean, it's really frustrating to lose to the Oakland A's. I know Tampa Bay lost to them, but still we're not in the position Tampa Bay where we can't afford to drop these games versus Oakland. Um, my question is, at what point does somebody get fired for this? Because, I mean, the offense just <laughs> is not where it is. And, like, are we going to really piss away a whole season before changes are happening? Yeah, listen, th- thanks for the call. I mean, we've mm. talked about this. I, You know, the manager's got a yeah, three, it, it three, got three more years in his contract. Um, you know, we're led to believe he's got an awful lot of support, not just at the general manager's level, but most importantly above him. Uh-huh. I've said this. I mean, I think the general manager's job is on the line if this team doesn't go to the playoffs. I I've been saying that all year, and I, I don't think that that yeah. necessarily uh, comes as a, as a news flash to anybody. Um, yeah, the, look, it's been the same issue with this team all year mm-hmm. when it comes to hitting. They just – I don't believe it's a lack of talent. I do believe no. it's a lack of plan. Absolutely. I, that, I, I can't put it any other way. Yeah. I do believe it's a lack of plan. I believe there's something wrong in the preparation this team is going through before games. I think we've seen it enough by now. We've seen these guys get dominated by good pitchers. We see them get dominated by crap pitchers. Dominated. Yep. Dominated. Not just, I mean, dominated mm-hmm. by guys that they should be lighting up. Well, that to me suggests that there's an issue with your hitting strategy. And, mm-hmm. you know, how are you going to address that? Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, you got three hitting coaches, right, Jeff? At least. Yeah. I. Who would you pick? Say you say you were planning on I don't know I don't even know if that's setting you know a president that we're we're not going to stand for this who who do you pick I don't know I mean would it be Guillermo Martinez the quote unquote hitting coach I mean his name is beside that title is that the person that you would, I don't know would, I'll, I I don't I'll tell you what though man I, I, I don't know how who who would you pick I'll that's tell the you question what. I, if it's me I get Victor Martinez's ass up here and I have him around the team the whole time it would make I'm, sense I, am, I mean if he wants to that would be the to. thing to right I mean I, it's exactly. not like he needs the money no. so if yeah if he wants to come up here I'm sure they could use his help it, it is that experience thing right of how do you simplify we've heard Matt Chapman say that I've simplified it I'm looking right down the middle what can I do damage on what can I get to extension with it's just not trying to put a ball in play it's trying to do damage on it if i get to two strikes so what if he makes a couple good pitches so what it's not pitches i can do damage on i'm gonna take those like vladdy vladdy takes a couple of those pitches away to get the one down the middle to get to extension to hit it over the budweiser sign that's called a big league approach that's what john snyder every time he's on our show i even asked today is vladdy hurt he said, basically said, absolutely not. It comes back around two approaches. And that approach, you just you just talked about Vladdy's approach. We're going to take a break in a minute. We'll get back to your calls. I promise. The numbers are four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety. That get, gets back to Vladdy's Vladdy's approach today. He looked at two pitches that were out of the zone. They were both called strikes. Umpire had a wide strike zone today. Okay? We had a big one. They're both called strikes, but Vladdy stayed with the plan gets a pitch to hit, drives at 434 feet. That, I mean, that's what you need to see. It, it, it's oh. that simple. Don't swing it. You know what? Even if you, even if you think, even if you're scared the umpire is going to call the strike, don't swing at it if you can't do damage. Jeff, I was scared that the umpire would call it a strike. Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s of the world is not supposed there to be scared go. of anything. That's go. the difference, right, is he's, he should be taking the close one. I can't hit that. I can't drive that. Mm-hmm. I can't backspin that to right center. Why would I swing at it? I don't have to. It's early in the count. I have three strikes for a reason. Yep. 
Take it till you get the one. Sooner than later, because he's a human being standing on the mound, he's going to throw you one down the middle. Most dudes that are really good with everything that adds up to being an elite offensive player can hammer back leg city, balls down the middle. But you got to let them have a chance to throw it down the middle. That's the point. I think that's the point when you talk to everybody around this team is they're trying to preach this off the field. Now it's up to the guys one through nine to walk to the plate and actually execute it. And right now, consistently not doing that. 416-870-0590-888-666-0590-STAR-590-54. The Toronto Blue Jays have lost to the Oakland Athletics. Ouch. Oof. In the first of a three-game series at the Rogers Center. We'll take a break. Come back and look around the standings around Major League Baseball. It's Blue Jays talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan and the Sportsnet radio network. His game plan was good. I thought the execution just wasn't, you know, the homer to Blade there. Uh, cutter that wasn't terrible, but just didn't really get in enough. Um, I think his sweeper kind of wasn't really there tonight. Uh, I thought he had a good fastball, good life on his fastball. Uh, first inning kind of just, you know, caught up to him. That's basically what it came down to. Uh, weird 0-2 hit by pitch there, nine hole, led to another one. Um, yeah, it just wasn't really sharp, I guess is the best way to put it. Jano started calling. I think it was just tempo related, um, really. I mean, they, they sit and they talk, you know, with Pete, you know, at length about the lineup. And um, I think it just kind of came down to the pace of what the first inning was and trying to get him going a little bit quicker. That's John Schneider talking about his starting pitcher, Chris Bassett. 5-4 loss to the Oakland Athletics tonight at the Rogers Center and it's odd hearing the Jays and John Schneider talk about pace because one of the things we've talked about is with Chris Bassett and his plethora of pitches the use of the pitch comm system by the pitcher, the pitcher calling his own pitches has actually played into his hands and that kind of concerns me a bit because there really shouldn't be an issue with pacing if you're calling the pitches well, it is because it looks like it's a mechanical thing, right? When you have mechanical issues, you tend to more think about the mechanics than you do, you know, pushing the right button and thinking about where the lanes are at and adjusting catchers. You know, he'll use his mouth. He'll move his mouth, like move around over there, make sure it ends up here. That'll tell me a lot about where my mechanics are at. You can tell he's, he's really churning between the ears to figure out how to keep the lanes and landing in the same spot and keeping the shoulders direct to the target and having the good finish. You got nine pitches, Jeff. The finish all has to be the same. Yep. If it's not, it's going to end up all over the place. You're going to throw a bunch of pitches. A couple of them not going to be any good. And then your fastball is not going to be where you want it to be, and then it's sort of ending up the way it's looked his last three outings. But, again, for me, it, it wasn't him. Like, we can say he's had some hiccups, and it's a marathon, not a sprint. You're going to go yeah, through those things. Score some runs for the guy. Absolutely. Score some runs well for the said. guy. Well said. Time for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. Download the Bet365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. The boy, an odd night in the American League East tonight. The Texas Rangers beat the Yankees 4-2 in 10 innings at the Bronx. That'll the Rangers go over. are real. Yeah, that'll go over real well with the folks in the Bronx. The, the Tampa Bay Rays. Beat Kansas City 11-3 in the second of uh, Wander Franco's t- two, be- two games uh, for, for being benched. So Wander Frank will be back in the lineup tomorrow. In the fourth inning, the Seattle Mariners 
are having their way with the Baltimore mm-hmm. Orioles, 6 nothing, And in the bottom of the seventh inning, the Boston Red Sox are beating the Chicago White Sox 3-1. Oh. So the standings as they are at this time, Tampa Bay 53-26. and Baltimore, forty-five and twenty-eight. The Yankees are forty-one and thirty-five. They are three and seven in their last ten. The Blue Jays are forty-one and thirty-six. Boston's still playing. They're thirty-nine and thirty-seven. And a very odd stat: the Blue Jays' run differential is plus seven, <laughs> which tells you I all think you need to know. Tells you all you need to know. There you go, Patrick and Drumbo. You're on Blue Jays talk. Hey guys. Um, hey Patrick. Yeah, I, hey, uh, yeah. I just, uh, I'm just curious. If I, do you think ownership really like looks at the standings right now and like year in year out kind of thing, almost even when they see a team like Tampa Bay is just consistently there with a payroll that is one third of what they're spending. The Jays being fourth in the league in payroll, and they and they're wondering why cannot why can't we get similar results with less. And even not even less, just like just the fact that they're getting outperformed so consistently by a team that does not spend nearly as much as they do. I would if I I would almost be wondering if I'm whoever it is at the top at Rogers, what the heck is going on? Why are like why is our system not equal to theirs? We spent all this money on a development program down in Dunedin on that on that awesome facility. And they draft pitchers every year in the first couple of rounds, and there's no arms. There's like one guy, and he's injured. What's going on? Yeah, so if, I mean, I'm, if I'm ownership, if I'm ownership, I'm just where's the bang for my buck? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think ownership. I don't think ownership uh, looks at the Tampa Bay Rays any more than their 29 other teams in baseball. I mean, the Rays have done this. The, the Rays have done this forever. The Rays have done this forever. Um, you know, and, and the only the only thing you can say about the Rays is they're probably smarter than every other organization in baseball. I think you can put it that way because you're right. They don't spend a lot of money in payroll. They have a knack of identifying specific things about specific pitchers. I mean, we could go, we could spend an hour talking about the way the Rays do things. What is funny though is that a lot of folks who leave the Rays and go on to other organizations, they don't always find a great deal of success. Nope. Uh, you know, you look at you look at folks like Andrew Friedman who've gone on, gotten jobs with big money, big payroll teams. That it it, it hasn't worked. Uh, the Brazer, the Rays are just smarter than everybody else for whatever reason. They're smarter than than everybody else. But in terms of payroll, I honestly don't think. See, whenever I talk about payroll, I bring it up because it confuses me that a team that spends this much money could have flaws that are so obvious that even an idiot like me can look at it and go, you don't have a cleanup hitter. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it, it, and, and I mean, that shouldn't be, shouldn't be the case. I, I'm not saying that, hey, you sign somebody to a contract and the contract doesn't work out and you go, well, okay, you know, that's cost of doing business. They haven't even done that. Like, they've got Brandon Belt hitting in the middle of the year. He's got two home runs. Like it, it's not that they've signed guys who haven't worked out. It's that they haven't signed guys or they haven't gotten the type of guys they need. And that's where I, Kevin, when, when I talk about payroll, where it mm-hmm. really, it really confuses me. But I mean, the good news is 
you know, this uh, the, the refurbishments to the Rogers Center, yeah. this is all about generating revenue. Absolutely. And everything we've heard from, from Mark Shapiro, ownership's committed to this. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I firmly believe if there was a deal that could be made tonight that would help this team and it was going to add $10 million to the payroll tomorrow, they would do it. I'm with you. Absolutely. Well but, said. But again, I, I cannot, Patrick, I cannot. I cannot dispute your point. It's mm-hmm. got to be frustrating to be sitting there and chasing a team that doesn't doesn't come close to having the payroll you have. Yeah, looks like Groundhog Day. Oh, it does. It and, and, really and it, does. And 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 the thing yeah. is, you look at the Rays lineup. The Rays, it's it's not like they're fluke. They've got really good players. They do. Wander Franco is a terrific player. He, he can play in this team. Randy oh, Rose no Arena. He could start in this team. Oh, absolutely. You know, I don't know if Yandy Diaz replaces Vladdy at first. He'd be my DH. Oh, no question. Right? And, and you know, don't even get me started in some of their pitching. So, um, yeah, I, I, it, it's got to – at times it's got to make you scratch your head. But, I mean, that's been going on for, whatever, 15 years when it comes to the Rays. There are a lot of teams – I mean, you think the Jays feel this way. How the hell do you think the dude in New York feels who's been spending money like the Jays are spending now for, what, 20 years, he's got jack to show for. But it will be interesting if the if the Jays don't go where they want to go this year, whatever wherever that is. What will happen at the end of the season? It will will be interesting. See, I think financially, I think the payroll is going to be the payroll. Um, Oh, I think it's going to go up. Yeah, I think it'll be supported by the ballpark. No question. I I don't have any. But in terms of, um, you know, in terms of of moves and and. Yeah. I, decision makers. Is decision your point. makers. There's, Absolutely. I mean, there's jobs on the line this no year. No question. We've said that. There's jobs on the line. Yep. 5-4, the Oakland Athletics have beaten the Jays the first of three games at the Rogers Center. The good news about baseball is we get to do it again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rest Protection. Now that the summer has arrived, it's road trip season. Make sure your vehicle is protected from rust with Crown. Visit crown.com for a special summer offer today. Crown. Canada's number one rust protection.